unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. So having said that, welcome to the Retail War Zone Podcast. My name is Steve. Uh, tonight, we're going to have what I've got listed as an exit interview. Um, Blank Stairs has been with us before. Uh, she was a for, She's a former manager from Dollar Tree. And what I want to do real quick is, firstly, I want to say just a moment about our sponsor, the Serving Times. As if customer service wasn't ridiculous enough, uh, you see the WordPress link there on the screen, but also in the description of the video, there is the link to his brand new Substack. So please, please, please take the time to go read what this man comes up with. It is absolutely amazing stuff that relates to the retail industry, unlike anything else you're going to find out there. Hopefully to give you a chuckle. And it's really amazing that he posts this stuff on Reddit and the amount of people who think it's real is just mind blowing. Having said that, TM Lens, hello, welcome. It's been a while. So I told Blank Stairs I wanted to go through this uh, slide real quick. All right, because all these things took place before she left Dollar Tree. And, you know, I talked to her a little bit before stream, and we'll kind of go from there and see if she saw any of these things before we get into the crux of the conversation. So this is kind of indicative of how that company is at the moment. Um, I don't have the exact dates. I believe the OSHA thing happened in June. And OSHA announced a settlement with Dollar Tree and Family Dollar. If you're unfamiliar, same company, they own both. Uh, in an agreement that follows years of citations over blocked safety exits and other unsafe conditions in Dollar Tree and Family Dollar stores across the country, the U.S. Occupational Safety and Health Administration Thursday announced a corporate-wide settlement that calls for the company to improve conditions and pay $1.35 million in penalties. Dollar Tree, which owns and operates Dollar Tree and Family Dollar stores, must conduct a comprehensive nationwide assessment of the root causes of the violations OSHA has repeatedly cited at multiple stores and create a plan to identify causes and make operational changes to correct them within a two-year period, according to OSHA. The Chesapeake, Virginia-based company also agreed to create safety advisory groups, develop an audit plan, create a new employee training program, and hire additional safety professionals. It also agreed to maintain a 24-hour hotline to receive and track safety complaints. Also, to ensure prompt abatement of any future violations related to blocked exits, access to fire extinguishers and electrical panels, and improper material storage at stores nationwide, the companies must correct hazards within 48 hours of OSHA notifying them and later submit proof the hazards were corrected. Failure to do so will subject the companies to monetary assessments of $100,000 per day of violation, up to $500,000, as well as further OSHA inspections and enforcement actions, the agency said. And then, I mean, the big topic that we all love talking about now Dollar Tree said theft is such a problem, it will start locking up items or stop selling them altogether. Dollar Tree had a miserable quarter, and company management is chalking up to a mix of factors. Changing consumer demands on top of higher prices for fuel and electricity, dot, 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 and theft. 
the company's chief executive and chief financial officer homed in on that last one on a call with Wall Street analyst Thursday. Dollar Tree CEO Richard Dreeling and CFO Jeffrey Davis blamed a surprisingly large drop in gross profit margin, tumbling to 29.8% last quarter from 32.7% a year earlier on shrink, the industry term for inventory losses due to theft, damages, and other causes. We are now taking a very defensive approach to shrink, Drayling told analysts Thursday. We have several new shrink formats that we'll introduce in the back half of the year, and it goes everything from moving certain SKUs to behind the check stand. It has to do with some cases being locked up, and even to the point where we have some stores that can't keep a certain SKU on the shelf just discontinuing the item. So we have a lot of things in the works. Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and other discount stores have had long-standing theft issues. Operating stores with just a handful of employees who have at times been victims of violent robberies and other crimes. Dollar Tree employees have complained about unsafe working conditions and OSHA Regional Administrator Kurt Petermeyer in Atlanta in February criticized the company for a quote-unquote continued disregard for human safety, unquote, that quote-unquote suggests the company thinks profits matter more than people, end quote. Where have you heard that before? So having said that, uh, I would like to introduce all of you to Blank Stairs. Ma'am, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. Can everybody hear me okay? Yep, let's make sure everybody can hear you. We good? Everybody got it? Yes. All right, cool. So, Blank Stairs, let me ask you real quick. Welcome, Hybrid. Um, so, you, did you hear what I just read off? Yes, I, I listened to you read it off, and the only thing that the store manager and DM was hard-pressed on was the exits being cleared. Mm-hmm. So both of these things, after I talked to you earlier, were mm-hmm. enacted before you left. So the big thing, uh, let's talk about OSHA for just a second. They're worried about exits and fire extinguishers and whatnot. Now, when you were on with us the first time, you know, you had sent me pictures of what the store looked like. And yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. But what a lot of people don't understand is the conditions at a Dollar Tree far, far exceed just, you know, door being covered up. You know, um, for those of you who don't know, and blank stairs, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, their idea of security was you had a clipboard at every door that had an exit, and you had a little put a little plastic tie wrap seal that had a number on it and log every time you went out in and out of the building. Um, it, blank stairs, the store did you work in? Did you have an alarm system at all? Yes. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Mine did not. There was not a single store I worked in that we had an alarm. It was just, if somebody went out the door, we would not know. Um, Hero, which one? It, I, we didn't have alarms. So, are you? well, I take it back. You're talking about DTEX. Okay, I'm talking about, like, control panel alarms. Yes, I, I, we did have DTEX alarms. Okay, that, that's just a door alarm. But the store, most of the stores I was aware of, 
did not have, like when you locked up for the evening, you put in an alarm code and out the door you went, nope. Dollar Tree did not invest in that at that point in time. Um, did you guys have that blank stairs? Yes, we had um, ADT, I think, was the alarm, and um, all the managers had their own code for it. Wow, that's impressive. That's changed a lot because I didn't have that shit. I had to just lock the door and go home. There was no alarm. And actually several stores in our district, if not all of them that I had been into, no one had one of those at all. So um, they're concerned about shrink. They don't even have an alarm system in a lot of these stores. I imagine that would probably change. Now, one thing a lot of you guys may or may not know is a Dollar Tree, although on average, you're not taking ten, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars to the bank. However, they don't use an armored car service, which I think is extremely dangerous. So there's no brinks or whatnot. The managers are expected to bag up and count their deposits and transport them at close at night. Now, wrap your head around that for just a minute. You know, if you're working in a store on a Saturday night and you're in a high-volume store, and I'm going to say this once again, your deposit's $6,000 cash. People are like, well, that's not a lot of sales. Well, that was $6,000 pieces of merchandise you sold. But you're expected in the middle, you know, at night, sometimes, you know, between 9 and 10. Uh, what was your closing time, Blank Stairs? 9 o'clock, except on Tuesday or Sundays, I meant we closed at 8. Okay, so from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, you know, you figure the store closes at 9. You know, it might take you, if you've got money problems, half an hour to get everything done and get everybody out. So let's just say you're walking out the door at 10 o'clock at night with a chunk of change with somebody following you in a car to go drop this your deposit off in a manual deposit box at whatever bank you bank with. Now, they're talking about how they're concerned about shrink. They're talking about how they're concerned about OSHA, but they sure as shit aren't concerned about the manager that has to drive the money across town to drop it off at night at a time where everybody's broke. I think that should be like top of the list of things to fix. Pay the money to have Brinks or or Wells Fargo or whoever come pick up the fucking deposits because you're putting your employees in harm's way every single night. So, and the other funny thing, blank stairs is is if you've been into a Dollar Tree, um, the idea of lock, putting something behind the register to me seems asinine because. If you want it bad enough, you just walk around the register and get it, right? Yeah. Exactly. So so there's all that. So now, um, Blank Stairs, talk a little bit about how long you were there, when you got to leave, what your life has been like since. And then after that, we'll kind of get into like all the things you dealt with at the store. Okay. So I started there in May of... 2022 so it was last year i was promoted pretty quickly within two months to a ops manager and i suffered it out until august 22nd or 21st of this year is when i finally left mm-hmm. um welcome brian 
uh, spread the word, bring us more. Welcome to the chat. So, you know, obviously, you know, I asked you prior to the stream, you were not familiar with any of these things they were supposedly fixing. Now, one thing I, I do want to talk about in detail, because before you left, y'all were going on this whole gold star mission, right? Yes. Okay. So for context, that's something that's a little bit new to me. I mean, we kind of had the gold star thing when I was there. Um, so first of all, blank stairs, how many employees did you have in your building? Like on the roster? Like if you could count, like what was your total staff? On average, eight. Only eight people employed? Yes. Okay. So, and you guys were open from, did you open at eight or nine o'clock in the morning? Nine o'clock. Okay. So, and you closed at nine. So, a Monday through Saturday, you were nine to nine. And then Sundays, you closed at eight, correct? Yes. And you were expected to do this with people. I want you to, to comprehend here with only eight people on staff. Now, did that count you and the store manager? Yes. Eight. That counts all the managers. Oh, my God. Eight people. Now, I'm sure you work plenty of Saturday nights. What was your average business on a Saturday, your total sales? It's a small town, so on average, it was about 3500 and that was a quote-unquote good day for us. All right, so 3500 So, you know, if you go on the everything's a dollar principle, that's, th that's almost 4,000, you know, pieces of merchandise. And uh, so, but you're running... Okay, Blank Stairs, just to let you know, the store that I was running, that I was talking about, um, you know, in the bad part of town, I had maybe, I, th I think, 15 total. Now, what you guys don't understand is they have eight people on staff, including management, and they're expected to get the trucks done. So what was your truck situation like? On average, it was usually 1,200 pieces until store manager almost had a mental breakdown because the back room started, you know, flooding with merchandise again. And they temporarily lowered it to about 800 pieces. That only lasted about a month, though, and then it went back up. I cannot wrap my head around the fact that you had only eight employees. I talk a lot, you know, I had somebody I work with recently tell me they went to a location that I used to work at, uh, Mad Dog, you'll be familiar. They went into the home decor store and they were like, oh my God, that place is fucking huge. I'm like, yeah, imagine running that on 25 people. Okay. But you're at a Dollar Tree and you've got eight people on staff. So I'm assuming you spent more time on the register than you did anything. Absolutely. Um, my last three months there, and that has a lot to do with me leaving, um, store manager said there was not enough hours to have an actual cashier. So most of my shifts. Hold up, hold up. 
the store manager said there wasn't enough hours to have an actual cashier. Mm-hmm. So were you there by yourself? On Sundays, there would be times I would be there from open to one o'clock alone. Oh my God. And that's indicative. That's not the first time I've seen or heard that, but it's, I mean, to me, (laughs) you know, that's setting somebody up. Now, when I worked for Dollar Tree, my district manager was adamant that you, it couldn't just be one person in the building. Now, mind you, there were times that I might've been there because somebody called out and I was on the phone with him and he'd get me somebody quick. Right. But not in the kind of time frames that you're talking about. And, you know, that was when I, when I was interviewed, you know, because I was at dollar general, I only worked for Dollar General 30 days. My entire goal was to go to Dollar Tree because I'd already talked to the DM and he was waiting for me to move and whatnot. So I I knew I was on my way out of that. It was just a temporary thing. But the big thing they bragged about was we're not like Dollar General. We don't have just one person in the building. It's not allowed. And and here we are now with OSHA violations, theft through the roof, et cetera. And you're there by yourself. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, it's like Iris just said. So almost 28,000 units sold a week with eight people. Wow. Correct. And TM Lim says there should never be only one person in the store. Correct. Um, it, it's it, it's insane. Uh, Blame Texas Sunday of all days to not have a dedicated cashier. Some bullshit. The bullshit of all bullshit. Correct. Alex says when I ran my Sam Goody, I think we had five people on staff. We ran the store on 120 hours a week. I opened the store and was alone until five or six at night. Sometimes Alex, were you in the mall for that? I mean, it still sucks. I mean, you shouldn't be there by yourself. I don't think any operation, anybody, any employee should be by themselves. Um, you know, I, I recently saw a headline over the past few months where a customer jumped on a register at dollar tree to get the lines down, which is crazy. Um, but so, so that's, that, that's insane. So when the gold star thing happened, how bad was your store? Oh, I, I don't even know how to put it into words. It it was just completely trash. Like there was no hope. It, you know, they sent about every store manager in the district there and, it's like they weren't even helping. They're just belittling us the whole time. Right. And and so that was something I wanted to ask you was how many people they sent. So you've got eight people on staff at your store. They're giving you guys shit because, oh, it's not gold standard because you only have eight people on staff. Now, mm-hmm. let, real quick, you had eight people on staff. The, was that because you were unable to hire people or was that? like the max payroll that you had well store manager at the time he he left after i did but he claimed there was no hours to hire more and to have a cashier i later found out that he was lying about that oh put it into words that he worked hard at not having to do anything oh well that's a problem too so so 
when I talked to you last time on the podcast, you had the one store manager. So how many, was there somebody that replaced him and you've worked for two while you were there? Yes. Um, okay. There was store manager number one. He left in October of last year. And then we got a store manager from a different store in the district. Okay. Gotcha. He's the one who left after I left. Okay. Gotcha. And you said there was a third person, like we discussed prior, before yeah. we came on stream, that took it over, correct? Yes, because I still keep in contact with those girls. I'm really good friends with them. So the merch manager took the store recently. So going back to that, like when when I was working there, you know, I was a store manager and I had two assistant managers and they had hourly people. So they changed some titles around. So you have the store manager. Did you have an assistant manager or it was just called merch manager? When I was there, um, I was operations. And then there was another girl who was operations. We had merch manager and store manager. And we're the ones who were mostly, you know, doing cashier stuff the whole time. Uh, that's something that's kind of ridiculous because in a store, you know, at the volume that Dollar Tree does, having operation managers and merch managers is, is parting my language, fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, t- it may be titles in order to pay people more. I don't know. But in an operation like that, you should have a store manager and system manager and hourly. That's it. I mean, what it, it to me, it's like slapping a title on a position to make it sound like something it's not. And it's ridiculous. It's kind of like at home, you know, at home decided, Hey, we're going to fuck everything up. And here's our titles. You know, you apply for a job. That's a store manager, but guess what? You go to interview for it. It's really the assistant manager slash co-manager. But, oh no, if you're the store manager, you got this really fancy title. You're the store director. It's the same fucking thing. Stop it. Yeah. I, I don't understand, but you know, Dollar Tree, I don't know why they introduced, introduced those. Because it's it's nothing. When when you have no staff, those titles m- don't mean anything. You're an overpaid, to some people, an overpaid cashier or an overpaid stalker. You know, at that point, you know, and if you don't mind me asking you, um, just for the sake of everybody here, you were working 40 hours a week. You were the operations manager. What was your hourly rate of pay? Everybody pay attention. If she answers this, $12, 12 fucking dollars an hour mm-hmm. to carry keys. One more time. She was making $12 an hour to run the building in the store manager's absence. Wrap your head around that for just a minute. There's places out there right now that pay stalkers more than that. And all they have to do is open boxes and put shit on the shelf. $12 an hour to put their life on the line to run a fucking business. No wonder they're in trouble, right? So real quick, let me go through the chat. Uh, Well, Hero, you're right. Overpaid is not the right word. You're correct. Underpaid for sure. 
Uh, TM Lin says title to keep them from being able to unionize and also said, was there a bonus for the GM for coming in under payroll? I don't, when I was there, the, the bonus is based on sales. Payroll didn't come into it. It could have changed. I, I don't know. Um, TM Lin says we start our cashiers at more than that. And I know what kind of business TM Lin's is in. That's, that's even embarrassing. Uh, Brian says, I once worked somewhere that gave every full timer, a manager title, which just made things way too chaotic and messy and paid us all barely over minimum. That's some bullshit. Yeah. And TM lens where he works as nonprofit. Um, wow. Alex, you made less than $12 as a store manager. You should have rioted. Uh, Irish says, so the checkout was doing 600 an hour and you're getting 12. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Cause if I'm, and you know what, it's not much better to be honest with you than when I was there, because there's several years between when I was there and what you just did, because I think my assistants were only making 1150. So that's asinine. All right. So you made $12 an hour. I would probably venture to bet that your store manager probably made, if you were a very low volume store, probably thirty-five dollars to $38,000 a year. That's going to be my guess. Could have been more. Forty would probably be the top at that kind of volume. And uh, so you went through this gold star thing, and they sent in manager. Did they send in all the store managers from the district? Not all of them. Um, I want to say there was about five or six. Now, I'm guessing those five or six just talked shit the entire time they were there. They did, and I, w- I, w- I was never the same mentally or emotionally after that was you know done and over. I, I lost it completely, and I had to get out. And, you know, and that's indicative, too. Okay, mm-hmm. the, you have store managers. Number one, they're pissed off. They got shipped off to somewhere they don't want to be. I've seen this for years. Okay, this is not a new thing. And what they do is they're mad because they have to come clean up a store. And all they do, instead of doing anything fucking positive at all, is bitch about everybody that's there without ever serving the time in your store and the things you've had to go through. And I think that's a culture that needs to change. Um, you know what, if you're a manager in a store in a good part of town and you got a great crew and whatnot, you need to understand it's not the same everywhere you go. You know what you, your job is to go help a fellow team member to get their shit together, to give them a shot. But if you walk in and all you're doing is bitching and moaning, you're part of the fucking problem. Don't even bother going. Find some, call out sick or something. Just just sit at home, you know, because you've got a store. You're going in to fix that the morale is already so fucking terrible because of everything that's went on around them, and you just walked in and just made it worse. So if you're a store manager that walks into a building and does that, shame on you. You probably don't deserve to be a store manager at that point because you let your ego get in the way and you're pissed off. You had to go somewhere and it disrupted your schedule and you got real life employees in there that are struggling. And instead of helping them, what you're doing is making it 
just shit for them all. Stop. Just fucking stop. If you don't want to go, find a way not to go. If you want to go and help, then go help. Quit throwing shade. Just do the job. That's what you're paid to do. And so you've got this amount of people coming into the store. So how long did it take to fix it, Blank Stairs? So it took all these managers roughly two months to get it fixed. Yes. Okay. So uh, I got reports in the chat here. There's some background noise. So you're not coming through real, coming through real quick. Um, so two months. Is that right? Uh oh. You there, Blank? I'm here. All right. So two months. Yeah, about two months. So. It took two months with all these managers coming in talking shit to get it fixed. Now, here's the real question. After it's fixed, how long did it take to fall on the floor? About two weeks. It's two weeks of work yep. for it in two weeks to just fall apart. And you know why it fell apart, folks? They only got eight people on the staff. They didn't fix that shit, did they? Nope. Nope. And, you know, that's amazing. And um, it, it's, and that's a shame. Now, obviously, eight people on staff does sound kind of low. And like you said, you kind of discovered after the fact that you could have had more. All right. And understand that. And, you know, before we came on, she asked me, did I think somebody could fix it? And the answer is yes. And I'm kind of going to go into a little personal story here as to why, but why it's not worth it. So when I started Dollar Tree, I got a store that was kind of like in a mountain town. Um, great clientele. Uh, it had some issues. It wasn't awful, but it was able to get cleaned up really fast. And, you know, it wasn't a huge store. I mean, we had it put together pretty well after I got there. I mean, I could, like, literally the nights I closed, I could start at 6 p.m. and go through the entire store and front face the whole building by 9. And it was great. And then there were some situations and some things, and it was time to go. And uh, they're like, hey, there's this store that we really need help at. It'll be more money. It's a great, quote, unquote, Irish will love this opportunity. And I said, okay. And then Hero and I went and looked at it. And I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, I had friends that I had made, you know, uh, throughout the limited time I was there who told me I was crazy and told me that it couldn't be done and nobody's did it and whatnot. Well, I went and did it twice. Now... The problem with that is, like I was explaining to her when she asked if it could be fixed, it can, but the amount of mental anguish and, and mental health deprecation that goes along with doing that is in a business like that is just not worth it. So I did two tours at the same store. I think I worked there three years and then was offered something else somewhere else and left it was in clothing and I hated it. And after like right at a year, 
I was like, I called my DM at Dollar Tree and like, hey, look, this isn't working out for me. Do you have anything? I know you can't pay anywhere remotely close to this. And guess what? The same store was open again. So I went back to the same store in the bad location and cleaned it up. Now, yes, these things can be done, all right? If it takes a certain kind of person to work in these areas and get that shit handled. But at the end of the day, when you look at the amount of hours you put in, the amount of stress, I mean, even even the off working hours, the amount of phone calls you get while you're at home from your staff. I mean, <clears throat> when you look at the amount of time you put into it, man, you start dividing it up by like hours. You ain't making much more than the people that work for you. And it's just not worth it. So, yes, it can be done. But the support system from the company is not there to maintain it. Now, you know, um, real quick, blank stares, uh, you don't have to discuss money or anything like that. Tell them where you went. And I think it's imperative to say where you went from Dollar Tree and then where you're going from where you're at now, because I think it's going to be very eye opening what you chose to do afterwards and it paid you more. So go ahead. I took a pay cut and I went to a gas station for $9 an hour to get away from there. Okay. So as we discussed, how's your mental health and your overall quality of life been? Because obviously the gas station is a stepping stone to go somewhere else, but it was a, it was an escape and a way to get out. So how are you now? Yeah, I'm great now. So much better. You don't, your phone doesn't blow up. You don't get phone calls about so-and-so called out. That's right. Uh, I don't feel, you know, all that pressure anymore. It, um, I think it working there, working there was affecting me in such a negative manner. And I, you know, I felt it. I felt like my, my health was declining while I was there. Um, did you see the picture I, I put up that one time? Uh, it was a screenshot of where I'd walked about three miles in one day cleaning that store. Yes, I did. And, and, and that's something that I had talked to her about prior to coming on is look guys, you know, people look at low volume. Okay. I'm not going to say low volume. I think that's unfair. People look at Dollar Tree. You know, if you've been in big box retail for a long time and you're a manager, you've been there, you turn your nose down at Dollar Tree. You're like, oh, well, they don't do any money. It's not about money, man. It's about how much product do you move? How much product gets stolen in the amount of effort it takes to restock that shit? I mean, like I said, you know, it, you heard her say $3,500 is a good day. That's 3,500 pieces of merchandise, okay? So it's not like it is when you work in a bigger box where the price point is higher. It, that's totally unfair. And it's, and it's totally egotistical to look down at dollar stores, you know, because you're basing it off what their total sales are. You know, if you do, let's just say it's the holidays, and you're on a Saturday at Dollar Tree and you do 10 grand, all you guys in like Best Buy or whatnot are going to laugh and be like, well, that ain't shit. 
That's 10,000 pieces of fucking merchandise that you got to restock with eight fucking people. Chill the fuck out, man. You, you have no idea what's going on. That, that takes so much work to, to rectify what just happened. And, you know, in Dollar Tree, a store manager can go make special orders and pick stuff to order and whatnot. But guess what? That shit's all auto-replenished, man. Those managers don't get to order their store. They get a truck, and it's like, here, it could be 500 cases or 15,000, and you got to deal with it. You know, there's no control there. So she's working in the building with eight people. If they did $3,500 and just survived, they all deserve fucking medals is what they deserve because I know what that looks like. I was there. I did it. If you had got no staff, You've probably got a cashier and you've got a manager, which is blank stairs and they're on a register however long. And then you got people filling up baskets of shit and walking out the door, waving at you saying, you can't stop me. You ain't got nobody here. And they're stealing tons of shit on top of that. And for you fuckers out there in big box retail worried about shrink. Let me tell you something. It was an eye opening experience for me. The amount of people that steal from a dollar store, you have no idea. And if, if you don't believe me, hey, humble yourself and go work in one for a day. Would you agree, Blank Stairs? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And then let's talk about damages. Something Hero just, you know, uh, posted. Not counting the stuff that gets strewn all over the place. Look, you know, I've told this story before. You know, Dollar Tree doesn't have the greatest peg hooks in the world. Um, for those of you in retail that haven't worked at Dollar Tree, peg hooks are a two-piece proposition. There's a plastic bracket that goes in the the wall, okay? And then the metal piece goes into the plastic. And they're not great. And you have gift bags hanging on that. And then the weight breaks the plastic. And what happens? The bags fall into the floor. Have you seen that before, uh, Blank Stairs? At least every other day. At least every other day. The store I worked at, I literally was going to clean up where a peg broke, and I watched three customers drive over the gift bags on the floor with their shopping carts. So if you work in some shiny, big, like, ooh, ah, Saks Fifth Avenue, Macy's, bullshit, whatnot, man, Y'all, it's it, it's like going to war working in a dollar store. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, a lot of you guys that have got it made working in these bigger stores and whatnot, you would not survive 30 days in a Dollar Tree at all. And, oh, this is another one. So, um, Hero asks, oh, my God, the toys. Did you ever have to straighten the toy out, like redo it, Blank Stairs? Yes. And, and and would you please like give us an honest assessment? Like if, if they told you, hey, blank stairs, we need you to go fix the entire toy aisle. How long would that have taken you if you were uninterrupted? Oh, at least a whole shift and then maybe half of it would get done. Thank I mean, you. Just strewn. <laughs> thrown about everywhere 
thank you because what happens is a toy aisle at Dollar Tree is like the equivalent of hell. When I took over the store I was talking about that was, you know, a challenge and whatnot, I went through, what I did was, you know, because we've had the episode in the past, and, and I'll do this again, you know, as we start going through older topics about being a quote-unquote fixer. What what I did was my first day I went there, I talked to the management staff, and I said, look, I want you guys just to make sure the business runs, all right? I'm going to start on aisle one right here, and I'm going to go through and do them all. Okay, I'm going to fix them all because Dollar Tree didn't have planograms. They had footage, like you had to have stuff in X amount of footage, but it wasn't a planogram. Went through the whole thing just fine. My goal always is try to flip a store in 30 days. Then I got to the fucking toy aisle. And instead of having an aisle that took me a day to fix, it took me four fucking days digging through damages digging through you know trying to get credit for stuff just to fix it the toy aisle is the worst aisle in any dollar tree because what happens is you get your ratchet ass parents in there who don't take care of their kids and they're like we're gonna go shopping go hang out at the toy aisle and they open almost every package in the building is that correct blank stairs baskets full of damages in a day just from there yeah because because parents just let their kids just hang out there and do whatever and you know it, it was interesting uh that same store i had a uh parent come to me with their child and like i need you to pull us in the office we need to talk to you now, mind you, I'd been there a while, and I've seen a lot of shit, and everything was damaged and broken. Maybe I'm a terrible human being for this. I, I don't know. Anyway, I let the mother and the child come into the office. And this, she's like, show him. And this child takes two army men and puts them on my desk. And tears in his eyes, I'm sorry I took those. Now, to me, from a money standpoint and whatnot, I'm like, this isn't nothing. I mean, I know how bad the store was and the shit that goes on. I'm like, buddy, look, it's okay. You can have them. His mother lost her fucking mind and told me that, no, you need to tell him that he was stealing. He's going to go to jail. And so I had to make this child cry over two army men after, and, and I get it. I understand but when you have to straighten a Dollar Tree to uh, toy aisle, two army men don't mean shit to you. <laughs> You're like, oh, buddy, mm -hmm. just go with it. Run, right? And, yeah. uh, I mean, it, it, it's, and TM Lens posted in the chat, toy aisle is the babysitter. It sure is. So, mm -hmm. you know, but have you, you've kept in contact with the new manager, right? Yes. So how, how are they doing? They seem to be happy, but I've not really got to talk to them in person yet. But uh, two of them got promoted. One took my spot as ops. I think she's still happy. And then another one is a new merch manager. She's she seems okay, but um, you know I'm I feel like things are going to crumble at some point. Right. So it always does. Yeah. So what I want to do real quick. You know, I kind of want to give like the end to you to let you kind of air your grievances 
So what I'm going to do is blank stares, say what you need to say. I'm going to back off whatever your thoughts are on the company or whatnot. This is your time. So ready, set, go. Okay. Obviously, I think the company is terrible. They don't care about the employees. I think Dollar Tree has the absolute worst customer base. They are so feral. And I can't deal with that. I, if all it takes is one person to shop and throw items down and then another right behind them and it just continues and it turns into a big mess that one person on night shift cannot clean and back to the safety issues i was scared scared to death taking about two grand 2500 whatever it was to the bank every night in the dark with just one person behind me and i guess in closing that company don't deserve any of us they don't deserve anyone who is a halfway decent employee okay having said that if you if because trust me somebody from them are going to watch all right mm -hmm. somebody's going to see it so if you had a closing message for the ceo of dollar tree this is your shot take it now say what you would like to say and what you think Dollar Tree needs to fix. You ready? Yep. Go. Hire more employees, give more hours due to safety issues. I don't, my personal experience, I don't see how the OSHA problems can be solved running with uh, eight to 10 employees, whatever they choose to give. And it's, it's absolute misery like in in my position i had to clean the entire store it, it's a big store i had to do it by myself every night and it's not possible i think it's unrealistic awesome now since i also know people will be peeking in and watching so i ran a couple of your stores i had the benefit to have worked with some really good people um I understand what your profit margins are and I understand what you're trying to do. Don't blame shit on theft. Invest in your stores. Really, really lean into the things you're promising to do. The safety checks and whatnot. I haven't heard much about that really going on. I think we may have signed some names on dotted lines to get out of trouble. But I don't know. Staff your stores. And you know what? If you can't staff your stores adequately with the amount of people that need to get the business done, maybe the dollar model's over and maybe it's time to shut down because I haven't seen anything recently to tell me that you're going to be successful long-term. You bought family dollar when I was working there and you bragged about how quick you were going to get the loans paid off the family dollars brought you a bunch of headache a bunch of headaches too. reevaluate your business model take care of your people pay them well and treat them well and guess what you may turn it around if you don't do that it's kind of like a quote from Hellraiser your suffering will be legendary even in hell but that's up to you guys, your bean counters, your CEOs, your whatnot. 
Be something cool, man. Do the right thing. Because if you don't do the right thing, Dollar Tree and Family Dollar will be a thing of the past really, really fucking quick. So having said that, I'm going to check a few things here in the chat. Um, Iris says, I think they clear rubble from earthquakes quicker than four days. Yep, correct. Uh, TM Lens, like I said, the toy aisle is the babysitter. Alex says, I remember when we got playable gaming systems in the store. Worst thing ever. Parents routinely dropped their kids off at the store and left them there for hours. Yes, they did the same thing at Dollar Tree. I mean, not Dollar Tree, Guitar Center, which is even more frightening because they're wanting to come in and play $4,000 guitars. That's another story for another time. Um, Blame Texas, I still think the Dollar Tree logo looks like Karen hair. Really and truly, when you look at it, you are 100% fucking correct. You're always so astute. That's why we love you. Um, blame Texas. They might pull a target and start closing and lying about it being due to theft. I, that's kind of what I see happening. That's what I see happening. Because remember, control employees are a controller expense. So if employees are a controllable expense, if you close stores, you don't have that expense anymore. So guess what? You can increase your profit margins. Um, TM Lynn says, I'm sure the CEO is making plenty of money. Yes, they are. So, and and this is important. Um, blank stairs. Blame Texas is really happy for you that you're out. And I'm happy for you as well. And it, it's not a good life. It's a job. It's not a career. They sure as shit don't shine it up enough to be a career. And I just want to say, I've got friends out there that still work for this company. And I get it. And I understand. And the people that I know that work for this company, you do well. You really, really do. And you work really, really hard. And this isn't taking a stab at you guys. You guys do the best you can do. There's a reason why you have the tenure you have. There's a reason why you're successful like you are. But all stores are not created equal. So keep your head down and just make sure you see the writing on the wall when it's there and get out before it gets you. Okay? So having said that, uh, real quick, Iris says, quick question if there's time. Will you ever be a Dollar Tree customer now? Blank. I've been in there one time since I left. I, I don't. It's not a place I desire to go back to, even to shop, really. Exactly. And that's kind of what happens. I mean, Irish, that's a great question. But most of us in a lot of these locations, unless you wind up working at like Best Buy or Walmart or whatnot, they're stores you have no need to go into. And if you do, you go into a location that's far removed that you don't have to worry about seeing anybody. So now for me personally, I I choose violence. Hero and I'll be out and I'm like, let's go into this Dollar Tree. I know who's running this. How bad is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see the shit show in action. Uh, I'm just one of those people, and, and that's terrible. But it's just like, you know, when you work for them and you walk through a Dollar Tree after you work for them and you see how bad it is, it's like you're like, oh, my God, I'm glad I'm gone. I'm glad I got out. And, you know, I don't have keys anymore. I move boxes around, and I stock shelves, and I'm better for it. Fuck all that nonsense because Dollar Tree sure as fuck ain't worried about paying people enough and getting enough staff in there to make it worthwhile and call it a career. I, I, I'm willing to bet that you have bean counters up at Dollar Tree Corporate in Chesapeake 
they're just looking at these stores as a turn and burn. Okay, we'll get a manager in for a couple of years. You know, we'll get something out of them. Boom, we'll get another one in. They're they're not. If you go into Dollar Tree right now expecting a long term career to retire there, you're fucked up. Don't do it. If you ever watch Uncle Roger, just remember this: you fucked up. That's all you need to know. So, uh, exactly. Um, I'm not going to even, I know how to say that, but I'm not going to try because when I read shit online, I get, I do it really too fast and I fuck up. I mean, I'm not stupid. I mean, I can read, but when I read this shit online and when we go on, you know, we go live and I try to read these slides, uh, I have like breathing issues and I read too fast. So yes, Alex, you're correct. Um, but that's what it is. So having said that, uh, everybody have a great evening. Thank you for being here. If you enjoy what we do, like I said, please consider subscribing, uh, to the YouTube channel. It's great. Um, we're sitting at like 393 subs right now. We're only seven away from 400 and we've only been doing this three years. So, you know, a hundred subs a year. I think that's okay. It's all right. Um, you know, good times, great people. Um, let's just do our thing. Let's keep moving. So real quick, blank stairs. Do you have any last things to say? Yeah. Uh, the stale holiday cookies really aren't a big enough. Thank you for working our asses off. Yeah, I do. Thank you for, I, I thank everybody mm -hmm. for working their asses off. I mean, we trying to survive out here, right? So, Having said that, everybody, we're sitting at 59.54. We're like dead on an hour. That's great. So everybody have a great night. Spread the word. There's more coming. Blame tag. I'll get with you shortly about the video once I figure out what I'm going to do. And ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Take care of you and yours. Stay safe. And we'll see you next time.